I know people see Pilates, they see the equipment and they think I, if I don't have the equipment, I can't do it. I'm sure with training, it's like, if I don't have the weights, if I don't have access to the gym, I can't do it. But the truth is, is that a lot of things that you teach your clients and that, that Pilates can teach, it's really just putting yourself first Mm -hmm. and, and really being in tune with what your body is doing and what it needs. And, and if, if you need me there 24 seven, it's never going to work because you're going to get annoyed with me. Like eventually like <laughs> you and reliant <laughs> too. You're not going to learn that way. Yeah. You just, you'll right. just be reliant. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the find your strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld pay president of strong fitness magazine, founder of team strong girls and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today I'm sitting down with Leslie Logan and she is a certified Pilates teacher and mindset coach and the founder of OnlinePilatesClasses.com, which is the first free online catalog of Pilates exercises and tutorials. And you can also find weekly Pilates classes and workshops through um, her website. She has been teaching Pilates since 2008 and has run multiple studios, has trained hundreds of people to become teachers themselves, and has taught thousands of students. So when Leslie's not teaching uh, from her studio in Las Vegas, Leslie can be found offering fitness business coaching to studio owners and other instructors through her private mastermind. And she also has her new podcast coming out, which I'm super excited to be on in the next few weeks. It's called Be It Till. And, um, I'm, I really, really enjoyed Leslie and I's conversation. I'm actually going to start incorporating Pilates. Um, she's sending me her Pilates flashcards, which I'm really excited about because I learned something Pilates, you can do Pilates and, you know, so you don't have to just like stop whatever you're doing in terms of whatever your, your, your regimen is right now. You can actually add Pilates in for, recovery and posture and actually help to fire certain muscles that are not firing on the body. So I hope you guys get a lot out of today. I know I did. Uh, Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Leslie. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. I've been listening to your podcast since day one. And it's just like, it's so fun to be on this side of the microphone. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. Like we, we met through Amy, which is our our good friend and she introduced us. And ever since then, I've been following your glorious Pilates life in sunny Las Vegas. (laughs) Well, it was LA now Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to chat all things Pilates because 
I've, I've come from a dancing background and I've only tried Pilates like one or two times. And it does remind me a lot about like dance training. Uh, how did you start in Pilates? Like what, what started all of this? Well, it's not, it's not surprising that as a dancer, you experienced it. I am the, one of the few and, and it's becoming more the norm, but at the time when I became a Pilates instructor, I was one of the few non-dancers to, mm. to, to be a Pilates instructor. I, the story of, of me um, discovering Pilates is really, I seem embarrassed by it and now I own it because I feel like there's probably a, a ton of women out there who think the same exact thing and a lot of men too. But a girlfriend of mine at the store that I was running, um, she's like, do you want to do Pilates with me? And I said, and that infomercial stuff doesn't work. I'm not doing it, you know, because like I only saw on infomercials. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know it was a, a thing that had been around since the 20s, <laughs> since the 1920s. And um, and so, but I, I wanted a friend. Um, I had just graduated college. I still that like freshman 25 <laughs> happening, and yeah. I also was like, we all just that. <laughs> I know, right? Like I'm like, what? 15? They lied. Um. <laughs> But I, a lot of my friends had gotten married and moved on and I was still living where I went to college. And I just felt like I was starting over again. So I went with her to this class, expecting to just enjoy hanging out with her. The first exercise we did, I felt muscles in my body I never felt. And I had been an athlete in high school. I was a runner. I had gone through a, a training certification. Um, so I felt like I knew the muscles. Like, I mean, I studied <laughs> biology and anatomy mm -hmm. and and yet I was feeling things I hadn't felt. And so I literally changed the work schedule so that I could go to Pilates every single day. Cause I was like, this is, this is the thing I've been missing. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, a few years later, a woman had said, you should just teach this. And I thought, well, this Pilates stuff is kind of expensive as much as I'm doing it. So, um, and I was just going to classes. I wasn't doing privates or anything on the mm -hmm. equipment. And so I thought I'll be a teacher to pay for my obsession <laughs> <laughs> to pay for your classes. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of trainers have done that. They're like, Oh, I just, I love working out so much. I'll do this to pay for my obsession. Anyways, it was during the recession and I got so busy teaching Pilates. I had to quit my safety real job and air quotes um running a high-end jewelry store which um was very very good because we all know what happened to retail after that. Yeah. so oh, yeah. um and so ever since 2008 I've been teaching Pilates around the world pre-COVID I traveled hundreds of thousands of miles a year to teach people Pilates and lead retreats and now um a few years back we started an online platform and so during COVID we moved to Las Vegas and that's what I do now I just teach Pilates online Wow. So it's only, so it's, you're only online now. And, and did COVID sort of move you in that direction, like to solely go online? So, um, back in 2017, I'd mm -hmm. led my first Pilates retreat and that's really, that was one of the bigger trips that took me out of my teaching business for several weeks. Um, and I was, I really enjoyed it. I was like, I love this. And I'd already been brought out to different countries and different studios to teach their teachers Pilates, um, just based on the education that I've been on. Um, and so my clients were like, really, you're going to leave us like every month. <laughs> you, yeah, can't, like... you can't do that. So we decided to create an online platform mm. for the, for them to take classes on, um, that I thought would just be for them. You know, that's what it was. And then because of my travels, I'd started teaching one-on-one -on -one virtual sessions. So it was already teaching for a couple of years 
um, private sessions on on Zoom. I had Zoom before it was a thing and, wow. and then had the classes. And what's really funny is in 2019, I just remember thinking, gosh, our 2020 is so packed with so many trips. Mm-hmm. And I just really wish I had the time to focus on building <laughs> my virtual business. Yep. And be careful what you wish for. Um, <laughs> next time I'll be more specific. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so, so you're now, saying you brought this all on. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> well, I just so um so when it when we went into lockdown the first like at the beginning mm-hmm. I, my clients were so used to me teaching virtually they would see me teaching people so like oh yeah no problem and um so but now we're fully like the pandemic allowed us to be fully online and and that's where we're staying. Wow, that's incredible. That's that's really incredible. How would you? I mean, I've, like I said, I've only tried Pilates a couple times. So how would you, what would you recommend someone do if they want to, if they want to incorporate more Pilates in their weekly routine? Do you suggest working one-on-one? Do you suggest doing a class in person first? Like what would be your path, like your success path for somebody that wants to start incorporating Pilates in their regimen? Yeah. So I love this question. Um, because I actually believe it's Pilates and not Pilates versus. So whatever you're doing as your fitness regimen, mm-hmm. you get to keep doing. And awesome. because Pilates on the mat specifically is body weight training, it's movement. You could literally do it on an off day because it's not, you're not doing multiple sets of reps to, to do anything. Every time you hit your Pilates mat, that's basically a set is how I like to explain it to people who work out. So I'm not going to do the hundred, do a few other exercises, and then go back to the hundred and do it again. I'm just going to do the hundred one time for 10 reps and that's it. So because everything is under 10 reps, it's quality over quantity. Mm. You can do it on all of your off days. When I used to work with my trainer, um, in real life, I would, um, I was I'm like, let's skip the stretch. I got it. Go, go have extra time before your next client. And then I would hit the mat and I would just do my mat routine because everything in Pilates is, um, is stretching one side of the body with an active static stretch. Like you're actually activating the muscles while you stretch them mm-hmm. and then it's contracting the other side. So you can, you basically can get your stretch on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so for, for people who are wanting to see the benefits of Pilates, I do recommend you do want to do Pilates at least two times a week. Three would be better, but you don't have to do full hour workouts. Um, that's one of the reasons that, I mean, uh, I, I listened to you on your podcast. You talk about like some days I just do 20 or 30. Like yeah. Yeah. the mat routine that I teach is from the original order of Joseph Pilates and I could do it in 21 minutes. So I know it all and that's why I can. But if you're just starting out, you can do five or six Pilates exercises at the end of a workout and, and really get your, get some benefits. If you do 15 to 30 minutes, three or four times a week, you're going to really see your posture change. Um, if you are lifting weights, you're going to see your form, um, also improve because Pilates really teaches you where your center is. And it's not just your abs. It's actually all the muscles around your shoulder girdle, your front and back of your torso and the muscles around your hips. So I was sent a lot of, of, clients by trainers like can you help with his squat and it's like yeah we can we can help with that squat (laughs) so um so that's what I would say I would really like to see people do it three or more but if it's only twice a week 30 minutes you're gonna get a a lot of benefits out of it that's amazing it's it's like I feel like it teaches you a lot of that mind to muscle connection and that's what I learned a lot with when I was dancing like you learn to activate your muscles when you're just like, when you're not actually lifting a weight, like you're learning to activate your muscles in your body when you're just, you know, 
sitting in a different posture position, right? So I love that. And I love it's almost what would be the difference between Pilates and like yoga? Because I know a lot of people want to know that. Yes. There's that um that it gets compared to yoga a lot for for variety reasons and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not and not wrong like Joseph Pilates borrowed from Eastern exercises so um and especially if you are doing any work on um the equipment if you're on something called the reformer there's a couple exercises when I would teach yoga instructors I'm like okay set up for warrior one on here where a foot's on a elevated position and you're, you know, it's a little bit more crazy, but, um, Hmm. there you'll see a lot of similarities, but the truth is, is that where people really compare them is the mat Pilates versus yoga on the mat. And, um, really the breathing is similar. (laughs) Like it's all about focusing on your breath. We never hold our breath in Pilates. Um, shouldn't say never it, sometimes there is a choreograph where you like do hold it, but the idea is that you just keep breathing and Joseph Pilates really wanted people to focus on the exhale. Do you know anything about breath? Um, a lot of people don't exhale a- enough. And the, the importance of that is that that's where all the dirt and germs and stuff, mm-hmm. like we got to get that out. They're holding and, your breath in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people hold it in. So, um, so there's a lot of similarities with breathing and also that you're on a mat and it's body weight, but um, that's kind of where it can stop unless you're really working with a strength-based yoga teacher. Okay. Because the idea of Pilates is that we are not ever holding a position. You are constantly moving. Mm. So you have that mind-body connection still with yoga but um, and Pilates, but you are, you get into and you reach out in two directions and you bring it back to the start position. You reach out and you bring it back to the start position. So that's in every exercise. Um, and we're also, while there's a flow, ideally from one exercise to the next, we're not going back to repeat an exercise. We just okay. keep going forward. Um, so, uh, so whereas a yoga might have a vinyasa, I will say if people who are yogis listening to this, if you know, Ashtanga yoga, there's an order in classical Pilates, there's an order. So again, some similarities, but I would say I still do yoga. My husband's doing it. And, um, there are different benefits from doing yoga versus Pilates. So again, it's an, and I would say if you are a yogi, you can do Pilates and yoga, but I wouldn't ever say that you replace your yoga with Pilates and vice versa. Cause they have different benefits to them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you say it's an, and because it's such a great way to incorporate it. Like you don't have to just do Pilates. You don't have to just do yoga. You don't have to just lift weights. You can incorporate. It's actually better to incorporate a bunch of different things to challenge your body, challenge your muscles, stretch your muscles in different ways. I'm sure it helps with recovery and recuperation, especially if somebody's like, you know, training four to five times in a gym per week with weights. Will this help with recovery? Have you seen that? With your oh clients? yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, so I used to teach a lot of, um, athletes, especially football players and, mm-hmm. um, and they would come from to me because they wanted to prevent injury. Because they were lifting, like, I would see their Instagram and I'm like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, what what are we training for? Where are you going? (laughs) Um, But they want to prevent injury. And a lot of people, especially shoulder injuries happen a lot Mm. because they lift so much, they get so tight. And then what happens? They reach into the back of their car to grab their gym bag and it's a distal movement pop, right? So Pilates really does train people how to move their arms in a really far from their body. If distal is a technical word for you, it just means outstretched away from you holding a weight in it. But it, again, it's like we, and also with lots of rotation, there's lots of circular movements. Um, 
we use all the little muscles. So mm. if you, if Pilates feels easy, you're probably doing it wrong is what people will say. Um, people are like, Oh, I can hold this position. The teaser is like a V set, you know, they're like, I'm holding. I'm like, well, I see your quads are really strong and they're yeah. holding your legs to your core. Um, but I don't see your core holding your legs. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we really do tr try to teach those little muscles, those more phasic muscles, like to come to the party. And because you're doing less reps, those more dominant muscles are a lot more likely to go, Oh, you can have it. Like, okay, yeah. little one, you can do the thing here. And so <laughs> it really does balance you out, which makes your lifting more, um, just uh, more beneficial because if you're not just using your bigger muscles, you're getting those littler ones in to, to do some work in there, you're going to have less injury. You're going to notice your form get better. And it, um, and it does really benefit and make you stronger. I mean, so many athletes are doing Pilates now as they're cross training, um, for, for those prevention of in injury. I love that. I love that. And uh, like, so right now all your classes are online. What does your schedule look like? Like how can people come and join a class? What is it like? Do you do one-on-one? -on -one? Do you do class settings? What does it look like? Yeah. So I, um, I like to think about Joseph applies when everybody to do his method, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, like mm -hmm. there are old ads, like in the paper, like everyone should be, he wrote to the president. He's like, my work should be in the schools. And I kind of love his audacity there. Like he was just like such a proponent of his own work. And I, and I like to think like, how could more people have access? And the truth is, is that, you know, e even before the pandemic, it was so hard for people to even go to classes or, mm -hmm or um, afford private sessions and one-on-one -on -one sessions. And so, um, and on top of like, maybe they already have a trainer and maybe they're going to yoga classes and it starts to become like, whoa, my fitness regimen's costing me hundreds of dollars a week. And so I try to think about like, how can I make sure that there's no excuse for getting your Pilates in your body? And for me, um, the, the, the longer we've gone down the journey, our online classes are actually, I pre-record them and you, but you only have one class to choose from. And the reason okay. for that is, is I actually want you to become your own teacher. So I'm guiding mm -hmm. you, but you are with your body all day long. And as you know, I'm sure, I'm sure even when you're training, like what you say to yourself while you're lifting weights, you say that to yourself while you're getting dressed, while you're doing a project, like how we treat ourselves in one thing is how we treat ourselves in everything. And so for me, I really want people taking plies with me to really hear their own voices mm. and what they're saying. Cause I'm going to remind them. So in the class, I'm like, okay, if you can't do this, what else is possible for you right now? And I'm constantly coaching the classes. Like how we approach an exercise we can't do is how we approach an obstacle at work in a relationship, in a friendship in life. Like, so if you can practice giving yourself a different exercise in this moment, then your brain is going to be more adept to figuring out what else can I do in this obstacle I'm approaching right now? Like I'm, we're training you for that. And also, so that's how I do it. And so you only have one class on purpose because then every single person in the community is taking the same class because mm -hmm. I used to teach in-person classes of 30 plus people and people would like make sure they would text each other. How was class today? They would yeah. go, where were you? And I was trying to think, how do I create that kind of community that happens in a gym in person online because that is also that's another reason people like to go to the gym like I used to go to the gym because you see the same faces even if you don't yeah. know their names they're like yeah. Where are you doing? Where have you been? it's been two weeks right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I really wanted to do that so aside from not having to make more than the decision to show up and move your body on your mat then every single person in the community taking class could go oh my gosh 
like last week's class was the bar class. Um, and they're like this bar class though. And they're like, just, they're having whole conversations, but they're having with the same class. They didn't have to go, Oh, did you take class? You know, 47, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, everybody's at the same, the same class and they can chat about it. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and then the other reason for it is it's so important to me that people celebrate uh, their wins. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's when I used to train with a trainer, it's easy to see wins. If like, okay, yesterday I was lifting, I was like pressing this much. And now today, two days later, I was able to do a little more or a week later, you can like, because you can compare like yourself to yourself, you're like, Oh, I am improving. But because I'm not there with them, I was like, how do I help remind them that they are improving? So by having the same class all week, you actually get to compare yourself to yourself earlier in the week. Or you can go, wow, I was able to do that exercise yesterday, but I can't do it today. Why? So then you get to ask yourself, well, like, do I sleep enough? So you just become really more in charge of your body mm-hmm. and also become its like total cheerleader. And so yeah. that's, so that's how you can take class with me. I do offer one live class a month mm-hmm. um, that we let our community come into. And it's, that's, that's really fun. And we do a hangout session afterwards and the community gets to talk, but generally it's more, it's really important to me that more bodies have access to Pilates and then the wins and, um, the commitment that I want them to have. Yeah. I love that. I love that you are empowering people because, and I, and I truly believe this. I do this with, uh, my clients too. And my, and my strong girls, it's just a lot. When somebody comes into my world, sometimes they're under the impression that I'm actually going to be there every step of the way, walking them through. And although I have tons of resources for them to do that, it's almost about teaching them how to be resourceful and in tune with their body and teaching them along the way, because that's how they're going to be able to carry this out for the rest of their lives, right? To teach them that that's that's the biggest gift you can give someone. 100%. I mean, it is, it's, you know, I, I, I know people see Pilates, they see the equipment and they think I, if I don't have the equipment, I can't do it. I'm sure with training, it's like, if I don't have the weights, if I don't have access to the gym, I can't do it. But the truth is, is that a lot of things that you teach your clients and that, that Pilates can teach, it's really just putting yourself first Mm -hmm. and, and really being in tune with what your body is doing and what it needs. And, and if, if you need me there 24 seven, it's never going to work because you're going to get annoyed with me. Like eventually like you <laughs> and reliant <laughs> too. You're not going to learn that way. Yeah. You just, you'll right. just be reliant. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, so I, I think, um, I think for some people they're like, no, I need the accountability of live and that's okay. Great. There are so many teachers out there for that. And if you don't like the first one you go to in a with a ply teacher, just like a trainer, go try another one because all teachers are different and there are several different versions of Pilates out there. And so find the one that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but it, you, it's okay to know your body and go, I need to go in person to a gym. That's what I need. My husband, he is an, a true extrovert. He must be around people. He gets energy from people. I'm a very high functioning introvert. I enjoy people. I can have conversations with them. And I'm literally like texting. I'm like, okay, so we've been here 90 minutes. I need to, uh, I'm going to go. go to the bathroom for about a while. <laughs> I'm going to keep myself for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like that too, actually. I lo- I'm craving to be around people now just because we've been locked away for about a year and we've been seeing just you know, our mom and dad and that's about it. So, but I'm so like you, I, you know, like an hour into it. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to be Highly by myself. Recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend when you do go out, 
like give yourself like don't don't pack the parties in we did a trip to Austin um because I, I live in the states y'all we're vaccinated and we had to go into Austin and then we like came home and then we had friends visit and we went to the desert and then we came home with, and I literally was like I um I think I need to I think I need to not go anywhere for a month yeah. <laughs> I need to self-isolate again. Yeah, I'm like, is there a lockdown coming up? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it now. Oh, too funny. Hey, I just wanted to take a little one-minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pure Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20 all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code stronggirls20. Now you have a podcast coming out. Is it, is, has it launched yet or is it? We're launching really soon. We are, um, uh, well, and would you know when this is, it might already be out. It's called the Be It Till You See It podcast. And it's really important to me. Thank you for asking about this. Um, I can't wait to have you on it. It's going to be so fun. Um, So I have been wanting to have a podcast for a long time, but figuring out what it was that I was going to want to talk about endlessly. (laughs) And, um, and it was, you know, hard. And then also, you know, like what people don't see is all the inner workings that happen Mm -hmm. with a podcast. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like, okay, I talked to someone on zoom and then I made an art piece in Canva and boom. No, there's like, there is a lot lot of people working on this podcast. (laughs) I know. I know. I, when I was, when I was trying to launch my, I was like, am I, what am I doing? I, like the whole time for like that, that two month period where you're trying to get all the episodes done. I'm like, oh my God, what did I take on? I'm sure you're I, feeling that right now. Totally. Like you, so for all of you who don't know, like you actually have to have like at least 12 episodes done mm-hmm. and sent in at once for mm-hmm. people to like edit and to put up because there's like a whole lot, like a whole thing that has to happen. And yeah. then and then you, but then you have to have the rest <laughs> ready to go yeah. so that it just like keeps happening. And, um, so I, it's, we're, I I'm really excited for once it's born to get into the groove of it. Um, because that will feel a little bit more like, oh my God, what did I just take on? Um, yeah. but I'm really excited because I'm sure for you, it's really fun to have an excuse to talk to people. Um, oh. <laughs> yes, I love it. I'm learning so much too. Like it's, right. So I, when I, 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 I got, to, I've brought to bring on so many interesting people and also people I don't even know. Like I just hear them on another podcast and I'm like, Hey, I have podcasts. Do you want to be on it? And they're like, yeah, which is <laughs> before it's, if I was like, Hey, do you want to get on a phone call with a random stranger? They'd be yeah. like, no. <laughs> right. But <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So my, my podcast is, um, uh, basically for women, although I'm sure we'll have some male listeners and I hate to have what like exclude them. But the truth is, is that like, I know that most women are super busy. If they're anything mm-hmm. like me, they mm-hmm. try to do a, as much as they possibly can. And they, it's really easy for them to get stuck and not see that they, they too can have what they see others have and they yeah. desire. So yeah. um, it can be a relationship. It could be a job. It could be their own career. It could be a workout regimen. And they just get stuck and it's a boundary issue. It's also like putting others in front of them. And so I wanted to bring on people who could talk about their story um, of how they became the person they are today before they were that person. So, um, you know, I was listening to Amy Cuddy 
on a TED talk, y'all, this is a great TED talk to listen to. She talks about the study of what they did where you stand in a power stance. So like Wonder Woman style, you stand in that for five minutes. Mm. And then if you go into an interview, you will slay it because you just told your body that you are open and strong and like that power stance, right? And they did this study by also having people um, sit uh, like in a slump position, like bad posture, like hanging in, like many of us do when we're on the couch. (laughs) And so they literally put these people through interviews and the people who stood in the power stance, they thought that they got the job or the people who sat with a poor posture actually thought it was the worst interview they'd ever done in their life. And so, um, and so it was, uh, so I listened to that and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then towards the end of the TED talk, she was talking about her life and how she'd had this brain injury and she really had struggled learning and she ended up getting into an Ivy League school and she told her professor, I think some of the same mistake, I shouldn't be here. And he said, I want you to go into class every day and act like you should. So you're going to ask a question in every single class. Like, like you're supposed to be here unapologetically act like that. And so she, she had a couple of things she had to do and then she became a professor of a school at a school and mm-hmm. a girl came to her and said, I think someone made a mistake. I don't think I'm supposed to be here. And that's when she realized that she had arrived exactly where she like was supposed wow. to be. And she passed the advice along and she said, you know, a lot of people say fake it till you make it, but it's truly being it till you see it. And I was listening to that and I'm like, that's the podcast because that people wonder how I do what I do or how I got where. I just did the thing as if I already was doing the thing Yeah. because you are never going to feel ready, right? Like you just, you just don't. And so, um, so I, I'm bringing on different people sharing how they were brave enough when like they're, they, they're, they're, they're way they're raised and say they could do that all, you know, nothing point, no signs pointed to that. They could do what they're doing right now. And they are. And then what's so important to me, because do you ever listen to how I built this? Did you, you ever listen to the podcast? Did you? Yeah. Did you ever listen to how the podcast, how oh, I built this? No, I haven't, but I will, but I will. Is it okay? Is it good? So it's this, it's this guy. He takes stories of like how Southwest became Southwest, how mm. Bumble became Bumble. Like mm. they interview the founders of these companies and they tell the story of like how they hit rock bottom and then they came up and all this stuff. And they're so inspiring, but there's no information at the end on like how I can do it. And that really yeah. frustrated me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and it's just their story. And then it ends. <laughs> that's it. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm inspired. I guess she, she came up with an idea on the bathroom floor. So my idea must be good too. No, I was like, but how, like, what are my first next steps? Because yeah. I yeah. am such an action taker. I believe yeah. action brings clarity. Yeah. Um, and so when my, all of my guests give tips for every single listener at the end, like, okay, so how can people be it till they see it? Like, what's yeah. your tip? And so, yeah. so it's I like you that. get inspired and then you get some tips. Thank you for letting me share. I'm so excited about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually super excited to be on it. I think it's the end of May. Yes, May 27th. I have my calendar right in front of me. I'm really excited <laughs> because I truly believe that too. I mean, so many people just sit in this place of like, I don't think I can do this, but 
everybody feels that way. Everybody feels that way at one point. And it's just making those first little steps because action always beats anxiety. When you make those steps, it becomes a little bit more clear for you. And, 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 you know, you build that confidence over time. Um, but I'm really proud of you for, for doing this podcast thing. I know how much work goes into it. So you're, you're right there, but I can tell you once you launch it, it's going to be like, Oh, you're going to feel so good after. And it's just such a fun thing to do to connect with people. I'm sure you're experiencing that now and just learn a lot. <laughs> I come off the podcast and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I know I learned so much. I'll come in my, so my husband does um, recap episodes with me because I, oh, I love it. I kind of like, sometimes I'm a, uh, I need to percolate on something. Like you hear something I want to percolate on. So I, I wanted to do um, an episode a week where my husband comes in and he listens to the podcast interview. And then he and I share our takeaways and other things. And, um, and it's really funny because I'll come out of a podcast and I'm like, Oh my God, you will not believe what Rob Mack did, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, don't ruin it for me. Like I need to, <laughs> I want to listen. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but it's true. I think, um, you just said a- action beats anxiety. And mm-hmm. I always tell, um, like, uh, I tell, I tell all the people I work with, I'm like, action is the antidote to fear. So it's the exact yes. same thing. Like it's, yes. it's when we're in air and that's also probably why, I don't know, maybe I don't want to speak for you, but that's why I love movement. Um, it's um, bringing it back to Pilates. Pilates used to be called Contrology. Mm. So the study of control, and we have no control in our life. Like what we learned in the pandemic is that we literally have no control of yep. anything, yep. right? Yep. And nothing is certain. And when I, um, like you can't always take action on the thing that you're, it's causing the anxiety for whatever reason, maybe you don't know what that thing is yet or yep. whatever. So I will, hit my, my Pilates mat because it starts with a hundred, it ends with the pushup and I'm controlling my body for the whole yeah. thing. And so it's again, that action beats anxiety. So for people training, like it's why people go to the gym when they're stressed out, like it kind of helps get all that out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And I, I truly believe that too. And, and I always say to my girls, like control what you can and manage the rest. You can control yourself, your body, and that's going to make you be able to manage everything else around you, even though you don't have control, but you'll be able to manage it with more grace. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's such a good, that that's awesome. That what a great way to like, look at things that are out of your control. It's like, actually, I don't have to control this. I just have to manage it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like we've we've had to say that to ourselves a lot during this past year. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hopefully it's coming to an end soon and I can come visit you in Vegas. Cause I mean, we chatted about this before I press record, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to come and actually visit you. And I would actually love, I don't know if you'd want to do this, but I would love to have you like on the strong platform, maybe teaching some Pilates. Can we do that? That yeah. would be so much fun. Okay. Cause here's what I love about when strong, when people who work out, try Pilates out, first of all, you know, I don't believe that you have to start with as a beginner. Like we, I give the exercises and then I give options to modify and advance. But what I do love about people who already are working out when they do discover Pilates is there's this aha moment of like muscles that they've been trying to figure out how to connect to. And then they finally do. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, it's also fun for me. It's a challenge for me to like, remember like the names of training exercises. Cause I'll, I'll I still train. I just, 
I <laughs> train in my Pilates studio. I have my little weights in there. I'm like, okay, here we go. But it's, um, it's so fun for me to like, uh, bring the exercise that we're doing now and correlate to something that they might do in a gym because then they can see they that understand. this is going to benefit mm-hmm. me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Love oh my that. God. That'd be so fun. It's here's the thing. Pilates is designed for men. Um, by a man because back in the 20s 1920s you know women didn't work out there were dancers but that wasn't what wasn't really considered fitness then and you know I'm sure Jenny you know this like they thought women working out they're going to grow hair on their chest like (laughs) there was just like like it was going to affect them like they tried to chase a woman out of the Boston Marathon not because they didn't want women in there they thought literally that like they were going to turn into a man (laughs) basically (laughs) You've come pretty far since then. Yeah, we have. But like what what I what I what I love about um uh seeing women do it is like the muscles that they become so aware of. And for so many, especially moms listening to this, like the shoulders rounded forward and the hip off to the side because you hold a baby on your hip or you're always like hugging. Um, all of that, you know, we can Pilates is all about the back body, even though people think it's about the core, it's actually like I teach a lot about the, um, I call it the fast connection. It's where your thigh meets your booty. So mm-hmm. it's that it's all the muscles around like the back of the legs. We get some inner thigh in there. We get some hamstrings in there. We got some glute meat in there. Those muscles really do help support your legs into your body. And when they move away from you and so many people use their quads because they're stronger or whatever, yep. and they're not really connected. So that's all back body training. Even when you're lying on your back, those muscles have to be working. And then the arms to the back connection. So it means being able to pick up your kids even more and not from just really strong biceps. biceps and pecs. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all back muscles. And so then it's like, you are less likely to injure your back, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's really fun. So we'll do it. That would be oh, fun. I love it. I love it. And Leslie, where can people find you? Um, to take your classes, to find you on, you have a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So no. if you want to take class with me, go to onlinepilatesclasses.com. So super, super <laughs> easy, easy straightforward, <laughs> onlinepilates.com. <laughs> onlinepilatesclasses.com. So okay. yeah, mm-hmm. onlinepilatesclasses.com. We call it OPC. And then because everyone's a millennial in there, they're like, yeah, you know me <laughs> from, <laughs> from Naughty by Nature, um, if you know them. <laughs> and then yep. um, you can also Love find them. me on Instagram. I'm Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y dot Logan. Um, you'll also find on OPC, um, uh, if you want a free class, just you know, hit me up on, on Instagram and I'll get that to you. Um, you also see I have flashcards. So I made, mm. Amy's really excited about these two. Um, I made Pilates flashcards. So if you are like, I am so over doing virtual workouts, LL, like, no, you are awesome, but I don't want to do it. Um, I don't want to look at the screen anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I get it. Look, I get it. So we made, um, it's actually pre-COVID that I made these, but it took all of COVID to get them out. But they're flashcards. And every single Pilates mat exercises on them. On one side, it's a picture. On the other side, it's the how to do the exercise. You can take them to the gym in your gym bag. They also have a little QR code that you can scan to see the video of the exercise. So if you do need like a little more tips, but then you can, you can take that deck with you to the gym and do it after you lift. You can draw five cards and call it your your Pilates for the day. What It's like a tarot deck if you want to make it. So <laughs> that. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. That's amazing. It's really, uh, it was really fun. I don't, I, 
I was like, is anyone going to want this? But because of where we are, so many people, we've sold hundreds of decks around the world. And it's, it's not just like, like not just Pilates lovers buying it, people who like want to get started, but they either can't afford a membership to a place, don't have extra time to go anywhere else. Or like I said, they're just like, I'm just done with the virtual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's an, that's an amazing idea. I want, I want to check that out. I might, I might get a pair. I might get a duck from you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, we have, we have a way to get into Canada. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) And I love to always ask my guest this at the end. What does the word strong mean to you? Oh, okay. I feel the strongest when I have put my boundaries in place and held them up. and in the beginning, you're going to feel guilty and a little weird. And like, is this right? But the truth is at the end of the day, you feel like you had a strong day because you didn't, you didn't put yourself last. And so therefore you're able to take care of so many other people. So to me, that is strong. That is if every woman could own like what, like what they wanted to do in their day and really like be there with the people that they wanted to be there for and help upheld those boundaries. So let that happen. I think so many more people would feel strong in this world. Oh, I love that. I love that. Boundaries are so important. You know, learning to say no to things so you can say yes to the things that you really yes. want to do, right? Oh, I love that. Yes, one. exactly. Mm-hmm. And I um I wish I had learned that when I was younger. Um, and now it's like I'm on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to be the busier you get too, right? You just have to, you have to be. Um, but Leslie. This was so amazing to chat with you. Like you're just so easy to talk to. I can't actually, I can't wait to meet you in person. I mean, we're going to make that happen. My husband loves Vegas. Like we usually go to Vegas like three times a year. So we are itching to go. (laughs) Great. Well, that's even better for me. (laughs) Awesome. We'll get to see you often then. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I mean, you've inspired me to start incorporating Pilates. I want to have you on the strong platform to teach the strong team Pilates. I think that's going to be so much fun. And I know that our listeners will be inspired to try it out too. So thanks again, Leslie. And I cannot wait to connect with you more. I oh, hope you have. Thank you. I just want to say big thank you to you for this podcast, for doing oh, it. I really, I really do listen to it every morning when I'm making my waffle almond butter breakfast. Oh. And I love hearing the different women's stories. I cried a couple times. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you for making a platform for women to also find their strong. I think it is beautiful. I'm not a trainer, but as a Pilates instructor, like that's the mission I'm on as well. So it's, it's, it's really nice to be here and talk with you. Well, thanks, Leslie. And I'm so excited to be on your podcast soon. Yes. Yay. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnabelle Pay. Take care and stay strong.